Super Talk Mississippi media production. Have you heard all the rave about the new Quick Grill located inside the Be Quick Chevron on Veterans Boulevard? Come visit Be Quick Chevron along with Quick Grill, Be Quick Food Marts, your locally owned hometown convenience store, wherever you are. I'm Steve Azar, and I'm on the other side of the microphone, meaning I'm asking the questions this time, and oh, have mercy for the airwaves. I spent 20 years in Music City, wrote and made some hits, traveled the world, and then moved my family back to the birthplace of American music and where the magnolia trees prosper. And now every time I put my feet on Mississippi soil, when I'm off the road, well, I'm at peace. On this show, it's all about hearing the stories straight from the mouths of the friends I've made along the way, their journey to success. Heck, there might be someone on, I don't even know, but you know how us Mississippi types are. We tend to take well to new company. In a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them. I'm Steve Azar. It's just like that muddy river moving slow. Ain't no worries, it's how life goes. In a Mississippi minute. That's right. Yes, hey team, we're coming to you from the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. So what are we waiting for? Time to bring in multiple winner worldwide, PGA, and now champion tour player, Cliff Kretzky. What's up, Cliff? Not a whole lot, Steve. How you doing, buddy? Good. Where are you? Well, I'm at, I'm at home in East Tennessee right now. All right, all right. So uh, uh, I know uh, we didn't get to have you and Judy at the Delta Soul this year, but you were out finishing top ten in Japan. So uh, tell me about that. Yeah, that was a pretty cool experience for for all of us. Um, well, it was kind of a weird deal because I didn't know if I was going to be in a tournament. As you know, I was, was going to play in your event if I didn't get in, and I got in on like the Saturday before we left <laughs> on that Sunday. Wow! And end up getting in. Yeah, end up getting in and. Uh, we uh, 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 ended up having a really good second round, which put me in the um, the last group with uh, eventual winner uh, Scott McCarron and a guy named Kirk Triplett. So just racing there, and all of a sudden mm-hmm. you, you have to fly a long, long, long way. So when you get there, does it take a little bit of the stress off knowing that you're just sort of in race mode to get there? Yeah, that's a great question, actually. Um, we were, we were we were wondering whether or not we were going to make it, and uh, we we heard about a couple guys that were hurt and decent chance of getting in. And I think once I did get in, a, a big relief came off my my shoulders, and I guess that maybe helped helped me be able to play a little bit better in the event. It took a lot of pressure off because you know it was a big event. Um, they really really took care of us. They flew us privately on this big huge charter, and we were all flying first class. They put us up at this five-star hotel right in downtown Tokyo, which is an incredible experience in itself. And uh, it, it was really, really neat to see the, the Japanese culture. The golf course was impeccable. It was in perfect shape. Um, I mean, everything was just superbly run. Who, what des- who designed the course? Do you know? Um, it was a guy over there. I didn't I didn't know, but it reminded me a lot of a guy named Tom Fazio here in the States who's done a lot of really yeah. really nice golf courses. As a matter of fact, he's one of my favorite designers. And I, if I was going to guess, it'd be like a Tom Fazio descent, some guy that used to maybe work for him one day. But it was just a uh, cosmetically, it was a beautiful golf course. And uh, condition-wise, it was just a 10 out of 10. Talking to Cliff Kresge. Tell me what it was like growing up as a kid, and when did golf, the golf bug bite you? Well... A little small small change of that. I was born in New Jersey, but I really don't remember a day there. 
my parents moved to Central Florida when I was about three years old. Yeah. And um, they, they moved around a little bit. My dad was a truck driver. My mom was a school teacher. And, um, you know, a couple things here and there. They moved to this house in, uh, in Central Florida in College Park. And uh, they happened to move onto this golf course. And uh, when I was about eight years old, I just, I just uh, started playing golf. Wow. And, uh, you know, I played a lot of sports growing up. Believe it or not, I played football when I was a little kid, but everybody else was around the same size. And then uh, <laughs> uh, I started playing baseball, played a lot of baseball. Matter of fact, at one point in my, my high school career, so to speak, I had to make a decision whether I was going to be playing golf or playing baseball and ended up choosing golf. But um, so the cool thing that I thought about golf was that it was, I, I, it's kind of my own word, I enjoyed the solidarity of golf, which means I didn't need another person to throw me a ball or hit me a ball. It was me and the golf course, and I was trying to beat that golf course, and I loved that challenge every single day. And I just I enjoyed the, the never-ending process of trying to get better because, as you know, golf is just impossible to perfect, and uh, it's just one of those things. It's just a never-ending process that I enjoy, and, and I still do still do today. Talking to Cliff Kresge, I love it. Uh I've, I've obviously gotten to walk the fairways with you a lot and uh, just your reverence mm-hmm. for, uh, and I use the word respect. I've, I've seen mm-hmm. few golfers that I've ever felt like that every second you're on there, you're so appreciative. Uh, you're yeah. very competitive, but I love hearing that you're competitive with course and yourself, and I guess that's what you have to do uh, to make a living out of it. Uh, mm-hmm. I was going to ask you, mentor-wise, or, or, or who'd you grow up going like, was it a Johnny Miller? Was it Jack? I mean, was it Lee? I mean, who, Ray, uh, I mean, Raymond, I'm sorry, Raymond Floyd. Who was it that you said, oh, yeah, I love Yeah, that. well, there's no question growing up, Jack Nicholas was was the man. And uh, he was the one that everybody wanted to be like, you know. Uh, Arnold Palmer was another one. I mean, he just had the charisma. He had the fans behind him. Those two are obviously one and two in my book. And, um, yeah, you're, you're right. I, I do appreciate Coming from humble beginnings, I appreciate where I came from, and I know I'm a lucky person that somehow uh, uh, the son of a truck driver and, and, and a school teacher made it onto the PGA Tour. So uh, I consider myself lucky, and um, I'm very appreciative of that. Sacrifices your mom and dad had to make along the way? Oh, absolutely. You know, my mom was there through every single event. My dad was usually on the road doing his truck thing, but. My mom was usually the person that was taking me to the golf course, golf tournaments. Fortunately, we could walk. I could walk to the golf course to go play and practice. But when it came to getting to a tournament, I had to rely on her, and uh, she would do anything in her power to make that happen. Back then, what were the the tournaments like? You know, now it's it's all these points you got to acquire even as a kid, and you, and if if you're not doing it, you're sort of not being seen by major colleges. Uh, you mm-hmm. played at a major college. What? was the difference for you starting to get noticed uh, by a university? Right. Well, what, 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 unfortunately, like I said, I came from humble beginnings. I didn't get to play in a lot of big golf tournaments. I think the biggest event I played in as a junior was a tournament called the Future Masters in southern Alabama, not too far from you. Right. And uh, everybody that was anybody played in that tournament. And I got to play in it one year, but, um, you know, it cost a lot of money to get to tournaments and play and stuff like that. Unfortunately. The only thing I really did was pretty much local stuff, high school stuff, junior high stuff, and I did whatever I could around there. You know, also I was a self-taught golfer. I didn't have, you know, this great uh, golf PGA, you know, guy role model that you know 
I, I, I watched, you know, other people on TV and, you know, back then we didn't have the cameras we, we have today to be able to teach yourself. I remember having to rent like a big old huge VCR thing that I could, you know, uh, do video of my swing and watch it and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, that, that's what uh, helped me get to where I am. And never any teachers along the way that were like glued to you for a, a long period of time or was it all you? Nope. I had guys give me tips over the years, but pretty much a self-taught golfer. Um, you know, when I got a little later in my career, uh, when I was got to that level where I was, you know, can you get over that hump to make it? I saw it after a couple guys and, and went to go see them, but I, I never really had a, a teacher more than a short period of time. Okay, so can that survive in today's game? Can that work? Um, well, there's a few guys that have. Uh, Bubba Watson. Yeah, uh, he's yeah, yeah. Been pretty successful. I think he won two Masters. That's a good point. I, I, enough of that. Uh, a little sarcasm yeah. there. I like it from. Yeah, the a little bit, little bit, little <laughs> bit. But you know, it, it's rare. It is rare. Most of them are, are, all, are all bred to be pro golfers. They, you know, they eat, sleep, drink golf. And uh, you know, I might have done that, but I did it a different way. You know, um, I was God gave me the talent, the the the, the hand eye coordination mm-hmm. to be, you know, a pretty good athlete. Like I said, I played baseball and some other games, and I can play them all. But you know, I just for some reason golf just sucked me in with the challenge of it all and um and i'm still challenged by it today you know and, and i love it i love it so cliff the the economics behind golf now mm-hmm. uh, the time it takes to play everybody's trying to speed the game up right you're trying to now, now you're seeing commercials for nine holes uh come out and play nine because uh, it's a it can be a long day with mm-hmm. i guess this is a two-sided question one is how is the the USGA helping and and making a difference with kids that whose dads work truck drivers and moms or school teachers or or whatever you know and that didn't have the silver spoon. How are they making it better for kids uh, in situations uh, like yours growing up? Right today, yeah, yeah. Are, are they doing? Have they advanced at all uh, in trying to to grow the game? Uh, you know, with kids from humble beginnings. Well, um, yeah, there's a there's an organization out there that's really started by the PGA Tour. It's called the First Tee uh, Program. I'm sure you've heard of it. Yeah. And uh, I love everything that thing stands for because it not only teaches you about golf, it teaches you about being a good person, mm-hmm. about character, about making good decisions, about honesty, all the things in life that make make a person become a good person. And um, and I'm 100% behind that organization. But if anybody out there is listening and they want to get their kid in golf and they don't have a whole lot to, to, uh, to they can't afford it, definitely seek out a first tee organization near you. And um, it's virtually free. And, uh, and it's just an incredible organization. I would highly recommend it. Wow. We're with Cliff Kresge. He's uh, hanging out in East Tennessee. Uh, I want to dig into a lot of other personal things that matter so much to you. We are in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful Studios, and that's exactly what we should do. You're in Mississippi Minute. I'm Steve Bezos. She's still there, and life ain't fair, and this road goes on forever, forever. Na, 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 na.
Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Coming to you from the Keep Mississippi Beautiful Studios, I'm Steve Azar, you're in Mississippi Minute. I can't say Mississippi enough, I've sang it in a zillion songs, and uh, it just rolls off my tongue like it's so natural. I can't help it, I'm with Cliff Kresge. All right, so Cliff, let's talk about uh, your time in college first. Because I, I do want to spend a, ta- a great deal of time talking about your foundation, what it was like to find out your child had autism, you know, at, 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 at three years old. You know, as, as much as I remember you telling me, we haven't talked a lot about it. And I know it's an extremely important mission in your life, and it's become your life. Uh, and you've got, you've got uh, people that play on the tour with you as well, like Ernie Els and others that that you guys are all living in the same world and, and, and sailing on the same boat and uh, with the same mission and uh, at hand. So, but before we go there, why Central Florida? Was it a coach that you dug or, uh, and, and did you have other offers? Okay, so I, I talked, touched on this earlier a little bit. I didn't have a whole lot of uh, active, you know, uh, awards from playing golf because I didn't get to play in a lot of events. And all I had was a, tape of my swing and all the results I had from the local event. And um, so I didn't get a lot of offers for Division One schools, but I got an opportunity to go to a junior college down in South Florida called Indian River. It used to be called Indian River Community College. I think it's state college now. But um, down, in, down in Fort Pierce, just south of Vero Beach. And I met the coach. The coach was awesome. Um, we played incredible golf courses and uh, the weather was, you know, pretty close to what I was used to, right on the beach. And uh, we had a great fun uh group of guys that that played and uh we ended up going my second you know it's a two-year school so my second year we advanced to the national championship out in scottsdale wow. arizona and I, I kept yeah and i kept getting better and uh so i got some college teams to start looking at me south florida was one and when ucf came calling to me it was just i get to go home you know right. um to me it was a, a easy pick because i didn't have i still at that point i still didn't have a whole lot of offers that a few but nothing you know again i don't have a lot of money so it's nice to get an opportunity to get my college paid for it and they were willing to give me all my books and tuition and i could stay at home and so my, my, my room and board was free and uh, pretty much went to college for free. Your mom could come out and watch you play? When she could. In the summers, obviously, being a teacher, she had summers off. Right. But, uh, you know, uh, we had a couple of events where they, they made it out to in, in the Florida area. But um, uh, she came to every tournament she could. I promise you that. Well, knowing And, you, and still does. <laughs> oh, wow. I love it. <laughs> That's yeah. so great. Knowing you and your how much you appreciate everything around you, uh, your family, uh, the game, your friends, you must have been really appreciative and just took advantage of every second inch of it. Uh, the time at UCF, just, I bet as a kid you were like going like, I'm not going to let this down. Yeah, it's interesting you say that because I had a bittersweet situation when I was a senior in college. And, you know, I had a pretty good junior career. My senior career, I was starting to get better. And... um Unfortunately, my sister passed away in a car accident right. during the middle of my senior year. Mm. And I, I believe it, I don't know if it was a sign or what, but it, it changed my life to say that you don't know when this could happen to you. You need to take advantage of every single moment we have that we're alive. And I, my, my practice routines got, you know, I was more strict. I, I was more focused. And um, I ended up winning two tournaments, lost in the playoff in another my senior year. And I became an All-American. I was the first All-American uh, golfer at UCF. Wow. And, 
We we won five golf tournaments in a row my senior year. Um, we we were ranked highest six in the nation, and it was a, another great group of guys that um, we bonded really well, and mm-hmm. and uh, it was just a memorable time of my life, a bittersweet memorable time of my right. life that I tried to turn into a positive, and I believe it's still one of the reasons why why I made it. You know, Cliff, I'll never forget this, and my my sister survived, but she was in the hospital for well over a month, month and a half, two months. I, I don't know. A lot of our family's life course changed. My brother ended up deciding he was going to do ortho, be an orthopedic guy, where I think he was thinking plastics. My sister was in this just horrific accident where uh, a truck and uh, they were. She was a freshman at Ole Miss. And I was a senior at Delta State. I remember being in my room. My roommate who played basketball comes running in. He goes, Steve, there was a really bad accident on the highway with uh, with her sorority, uh, the Coyotes. And they, uh, it, was, it was just a truck with a hay bale. Just didn't see the girls. They were walking in a walkathon. And a little car was, you know, with them at going about four, three, four miles an hour. And all of a sudden, it, it just hit them. And uh, mm-hmm. it was like an explosion. And my, my, my sister was laid on the ground, never knocked out, and saw – Five of her friends uh, die in just horrible way, and she had hay between the hay was between her legs. And I, I remember calling, and and back then the there were no cell phones, there were no brick, nope. there were no brick phones, there were no nothing. And also the lines in the in where Oxford is in, in Lafayette County or Lafayette, as people say it, were were down of all, and it had nothing to do with that. So my parents raced there, and they they uh, they never came back until you know, we'd get them closed. And but I remember the doctor telling me we finally got on the phone and he said yeah you know the nurse said yes your sister was involved i just had a feeling and i'll never forget the doctor gets on and he goes uh he did we did everything we can do he was just in a panic he was an amazing doctor it just but but he was a, a, in a war you know just trying to save all these girls lives and and uh i'm sure he was just so distraught and just out of sorts and he said, we did everything we can do. We did, you know, there's just, and I go, I had to ask, was, had she passed? And he goes, no, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was her legs, her legs, the bacteria, the hay is all the way through. Anyway, long story short, it changed my focus. You know, and yeah. we didn't lose her, but we lost some of her friends and it was so horrible. But I wrote songs about it. That was a way that mm-hmm. I always healed. I've always healed doing that. Sure. And, uh, and every time I see her, I just think about, you know what if and and how blessed we are to to still have her and and she was a tough cookie you know to be able to to be able to move on and and so anyway life life we were spared she was spared and we were spared uh but at the same time it was a tough time for us and i remember focusing i really do i think that was a, yeah. a pivotal moment in my life we're talking to cliff kresge cliff tell me about yes, sir. well i, I want to dig into talking about your son and and obviously your your brady bunch family sort of we love judy mm-hmm. she's awesome mm-hmm. uh and mm-hmm. luke and peter and and everybody but i guess it, when you find out your son has autism mm-hmm. take me back to the feeling was it anger was it confusion you know what was going on inside because there's been a lot of life traveled and a lot of things you've accomplished and he's accomplished along the way. What was the first right. impression you got? I think the, the best word was shock because he looked perfectly normal and he seemed perfectly normal. And then all of a sudden the doctor says something's not right. We're like, what do you mean something's not right? Look at him. 
perfect. And uh, he just said, well, he's not making the noises he's supposed to make. And looks like he's kind of, you know, in his, in, in his eyes, you know, basically when you look back on it, he kind of looked a little spacey. He didn't quite, he wasn't like making true eye contact with you. He kind of looked through you instead of like, you know, um, really looked like he was listening to you. You know what I mean? And uh, we, didn't, we didn't really notice the thing, but the doctor did. And as soon as that happened, fortunately, I was on the PGA Tour and I had the physical means the financial means to get him every possible therapy or any kind of yeah you know, whatever he needed he was going to get and uh, fortunately he uh, he got all this thing this place called Life Skills uh, I think they changed his life they gave him all these different uh, techniques and therapies and different stuff that, uh, that 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 made him come out of his shell so to speak to where he could he could talk and he could you know read and do different things but he was just he was like a, a a different individual, I should say. Uh, it's hard to explain. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of levels of autism that a lot of people know. There's there's an Asperger's. There's you know people that are a little less, or I should say, maybe it affects them more so that they're nonverbal and they aren't able to uh, communicate as well. But when they tell you your son has autism, you don't know what direction they're going to go when they tell you that. And he said he wouldn't have any fine motor skills. He wouldn't have any emotions. Blah blah blah. Yeah, I was going to well, ask you that. Al- I was going to ask yeah. you how how hardcore did the doctor? I mean, how how deep did he go, and how r- right or wrong was he? Well, I think what he did is he, he gave us the worst case scenario mm-hmm. of what kid, what anybody that gets diagnosed with autism would have or could have, and then you know we go from there. And uh, fortunately, he he. I don't know if it was a therapy or not, but I feel like it was, and that's why we have our foundation. And uh, in the early, in the earlier intervention you can get to give your kid any opportunity to become, to improve, is is going to change their life for the long haul. And that's why that is why we have our foundation to, to give kids an opportunity to to have those those therapies and and, and things to, to 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 help become the best person they can be wow we're talking cliff Kresge. Yeah. you're in the keep mississippi beautiful studios uh, you're in the mississippi mm-hmm. minute as well uh cliff, right. you get to play dj where the mississippi right. is the birthplace of american music and i love to celebrate it and scream it shout it you know you know me as a songwriter so mm-hmm. would you like to hear into the break a little albert king or jimmy buffett oh i'll take a little jimmy buffett all right that's what we're gonna do with cliff Kresge. we'll be right back you're in the mississippi minute You're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan. Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. Sports Talk Mississippi, The Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, The Super Talk Eagle Hour, and The Borky Show are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Silver whistle and an old clipboard, 
A polo shirt and a pair of gray shorts in that summer haze. I'm Steve Azar. Remember, keeping Mississippi beautiful, days. and so are you. You're in the studio. You're on a Mississippi minute, and uh, I'm with my buddy Cliff Cressy, PGA Champion Tour now. Uh, as we uh, make our way through lives, we get a little older, and they give us uh, a, a second chance. <laughs> or, or, you know, <laughs> making new, making records for me now. I always feel like uh, I am on the Champions Tour, <laughs> and it's all right. It's all right. I'm glad there's one. I'm glad there's Willie Nelson for us to follow and go. Well, we That's can right. still do that. You know, uh, let's yeah. keep talking about your son. Okay. As he's progressing, you know the tr- they, the one thing I've noticed about the kids that I know and the, and the parents they always say and I notice everything's sort of in black and white like everything's either yes or no right or wrong and there's no gray Correct. area is is that the Correct. case with you guys? Yes, very much so, very much so. They they don't they don't see in between that you know if you tell somebody it's raining cats and dogs out there they're going to look in the sky for cats and dogs to come down. You know, they're, they're very, uh, 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 like you said, black and white, um, right and wrong. There's no in-between. And, uh, and sometimes that creates emotional challenges and stress because, they, 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 like my son, for example, if something happens, he thinks it's the absolute worst thing that's going to happen. Huh. Instead of maybe it's just a little bit of something that might happen. It's not a big deal. He, 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 has, a, a, he has a hard time accepting that, you know, it, it, it's a... Uh, not the end of the world in his mind if that makes any sense right 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 well i mean it's it's total honesty right it's like brutal, brutal honesty. honesty yeah yeah too honest sometimes yeah. yeah like trying to find a job he'll say he'll say something like i got to be in bed at 10 o'clock <laughs> i can't work past 10 o'clock you know, that awesome. kind of stuff. that's awesome yeah. well okay yeah. so as he's grown up and mixed with has he gone up to special schools or is he in public school you know what's life what's his life like well, a couple of things we were blessed with. My mom, I told you she was a teacher. Not only was she a teacher, she was a EH and LD specialist. That was, that was her uh, wow. degree. So in, in, in an amazing kind of way, she was able to use her degree and help work with her grandson. And, uh, oh. and he, she would come, he would come home after school and she would help tutor him. And, you know, she retired and it worked out great that she was able to be with him almost every single day, weekday, to help him... Uh, to, to, to learn to educate and uh there were some challenges along the way there's no doubt about it but um but without her he wouldn't have he graduated on time from high school regular high school matter of fact he um he was a four-year letterman on the swim team and a three-year letterman on the water polo team unbelievable yep and i, I remember the very first time the coach threw him in in the backstroke which was his worst stroke of all th- all four and uh, he was struggling back and forth, hitting the rope. I thought he was going to quit. And I, I tell you, I, I probably get tears in my eyes thinking about it. He didn't quit. And, and the, uh, the people, the, the other kids cheered him on so much, it was unbelievable. It really oh, was. Wow. Steve. wow. Yeah. So, so when you're on the golf course and it's yep. getting tough, I mean, do, you, do yep. you draw from those moments and go, oh, I got this? It's got to be. You know, it's funny. I should. I should. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm an emotional guy, and I'm, I'm very uh, tough on myself, and uh, and I, I probably a little too hard on myself. I probably should look at it as you know, look what Mason has to fight through, you know. Right, so. right. So job wise and stuff, as he's gone. So is he in college now? He is at a tech school right now in his first year out of high school, 
and he wants to do something in computers, and we're hoping he can do something in computers, whether it's that or some kind of imagery or making, like, avatars and different stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So he's in his uh, third, he'll be coming up on his third semester of that, and then he finishes that, and then he's going to start, like, a regular college where he goes in and gets, uh, you know, his regular degree in some kind of visual arts design and stuff like that. Well, are there jobs out there that, that and, and companies that particularly uh, welcome uh, uh, someone with Asperger's or, you know, or, or or whatever level of autism? Right. Ironically enough, there are. And uh, the funny thing is his autism is actually a benefit for a lot of a lot of companies because he's not going to call in and be make an excuse that, you know, he can't come in like some of these kids will this day, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if he has to be there at 9 o'clock, he's going to be there at 9 o'clock. He's not going to be there at 9.05. He's going to be there at 9 o'clock. Right. Uh, he's he's going to be very dependable, very honest, and he's going to work. He's going to work for you. And, uh, you know, all he has to is, is has to have a chance to be taught what needs to be done, whether it's data entry or some whatever it is, if, especially if it's something that's the same thing all the time, it's going to be great with that because he's going to knock that out like clockwork. Right. You know? You know, but, uh, go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah, but, no, 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 you're good. Go ahead. Well, I'm just thinking about how and we're talking about that. Somebody that started, uh, you know, to make a difference uh, in the work in the workplace probably had was closely affected by it. We play, we do all these charity events, and and whatever foundation it is, uh, somebody has a, a a very close relationship to somebody that affected them to go and and try to do something about it. Right? I mean, it's just mm-hmm. it's it's human. It's the human nature. It's the beautiful part of of human mankind yeah. that I love so much. We've gotten to see so many giving people that do things for the right reasons because they were touched and moved and basically knocked out by it. And um, and so I, I just, I'm interested to sort of do some, I'm gonna do a little research afterwards and see companies that mm-hmm. do. I just, I'm just, I think it's such a beautiful thing and, and knowing that yep. there's there's light at the end of that tunnel, you know? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's uh, he, t- he, he, um, he works as a cameraman at a church. Um, he, he, he's done little jobs here and there. Um, he's missed a couple opportunities to be like working at a movie theater and different stuff like that. But that, you know, just a little summer job that normal kids would do, you know, he's a little bit quirky, but, uh, he, he does a good job at what he does. And, um, he's very caring and, uh, wants everybody to be happy. Didn't want anybody upset. I mean, we've had more people in the world like that. Well, Mason's not as quirky as me. And you've played golf with me, so you know <laughs> I can get pretty quirky. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, Cliff, let's, I want to. Well, b- before, I, did you see the uh, the kid that had Asper- has Asperger's on America's Got Talent that was singing and playing piano? Oh yeah, that was amazing, amazing. We got Judy and I got tears in our eyes when the guy was performing. Well, it was I don't get it. Mom up there and everything. I don't understand it. I mean, he was like as good as Stevie Wonder, you know? Yeah. Well, that's what happens with kids with autism. When they get into something, they focus on it 110% and uh, nothing stops them. Like, you know, my kid, my, my son has done several different things where he was in a NASCAR. He memorized every single sponsor and sticker on every single car. And he could tell you that every one of them. And because that was his passion, that's what he loved to do. And they had, he had this memory to be able to mem- memorize stuff that was off the charts. It's unbelievable. And maybe this kid has some of that in him, too. Well, I know that when you're 
when you're blind or whatever they you're it's almost like your senses like the the blind singer songwriters that i've known in my life there's one in particular obviously ronnie Millsap did some shows with him and and grew up a fan of his but you know there's ray charles never got to know mr charles and everything but uh there was a guy named johnny neal uh who was an incredible b3 player and singer they don't miss a note they don't yep. miss anything on the keyboards. Every it's almost like okay, so I don't have eyes, but my ears uh, and my voice are a thousand times better. So it makes up for it, you know. Well, that's one of the things I tried to explain to Mason is that you know just because God didn't give you everything, He gave you more abilities in some things that He did in others. Like for example, your ability to remember things. You can remember things like, and I would try to tell them this as a positive, that you remember things that most people can't do. People can't remember how far it is to the moon. People can't remember all these different stats and numbers and stuff that you, you can you can memorize if, if you want to. If he wants to, mm-hmm. you know, he, he can he can really pretty much have a photographic memory. Wow. Talking to Cliff Crazy. Yeah. We're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studios. I'm Steve Azar. You're in the Mississippi Minute, and we're rolling right along. All the way back in 1989, my wife and I newly married, and I was working on making my mark on the music business. We wanted to build a house. There was only one bank that helped us do that. And while we were trying to find our way around, our friends at Guarantee Bank started on the journey with us and have been there ever since. They were always my connection back home when we lived in Music City. They believed in me. So when you need a financial institution to believe in you, give my family at Guarantee Bank a chance. With humble beginnings all the way back to 1943, Guarantee Bank has grown from offering basic banking services and products to serving customers with a comprehensive, complete line of expertise and products, only expected at much larger institutions. They are proud to be your local big-time bank. Please visit one of their 17 locations and tell them Steve Azar sent you. Guarantee Bank, member FDIC. Whether you're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. Sports Talk Mississippi, The Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, The Super Talk Eagle Hour, and The Borky Show are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. The news doesn't sleep, and neither do we. Fox News Radio, late breaking, up to the minute, from around the world, around the clock, here on Super Talk Mississippi. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. We're in the Keep Mississippi beautiful studios. Mississippi Minute. I'm Steve Azar. I'm with my pal Cliff Kresge, and he is uh, he is hanging out in East Tennessee. Uh, Cliff, let's talk about it's Kresge's cruise, right? That's right, Kresge's cruise. All right, tell cruise me about how to get involved in the foundation, how people can give, and tell me about your event in general. Well, we 
normally have a tur- an event every every year. This year, I'm a little more focused on my golf, so I'll probably do something next year. But we, I've had seven events in the past ten years. I guess coming up on our our anniversary of our event, and um, we well, fortunately I got a, a, a nice connection with Ernie because Ernie Els, because his son has autism, and we became pretty close friends. And he came and played in my tournament three or four years. And under my connection with the PGA Tour, I was able to bring some pretty big names to an area in East Tennessee that I'd never seen these guys before. And I brought them to their backyard. And it was really a pretty unique opportunity for the people in this area to see these guys. And uh, it became a really special event that everybody looks forward to every year. And uh, we raised a lot of money to help a lot of kids that uh, you know just can't help themselves. When you give the money, and then you know, how do you sort of decide where it goes? And you got people, do you have people like sending grant information in, and you go, okay, I want to give to this or this, or is it one particular thing? We don't give to certain individuals because there could be political stuff about. Well, you gave money to so and so, and didn't give money to blah blah blah. Right. So what we do <laughs> is give it to the organization and let them decide how to use the money. And we just we just give them money and they do whatever they want with it, whether it's to give for a kid to have therapy or to buy a new computer or whatever it is they need. All right, you're feeding the situation and growing. Uh, you know, with education and everything you're mentioning, have there been any medical advancements that you know uh, that you know that are are making an impact, or you feel like will, or uh, I mean, well, it, are there pills? You know, you know, you know what I'm saying. Uh, well, unfortunately, they don't have uh, uh, any kind at this point. They don't have any uh, uh, a cure. And, uh, you know, there are things that they could do to uh, calm a kid down or to, uh, uh, you know, it's just every kid. That's the thing. There isn't just a pill for autism. Every kid is uniquely different. Another kid might need you know, an anxiety pill. Another kid might need a focus pill. Um, you know, it's just all, it, it, that's why you got to have, you know, people and the right, uh, physicians or, or, or therapists around them to be able to see what they may need, right. you know? And like I said, every kid is different and, and you have to spend time with that child to be able to see what, what, how, and sometimes it's, it's what I'm looking for, picking at straws, you know? I mean, you don't really know. You have to try this one, see how it does. Yeah. Well, that didn't work. Well, let's try this one. Let's see how that does, you know? And then they keep a record of all these things that, you know, have, 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 have helped the kid or haven't helped the kid. So they know. When they when they have a you know breakdown, you know what do we do? What did we do last time that helped him so much? You know, right. and, and that's what this uh, kids like us place does, and we're really happy to help them. So it's constant stimulation of sort of their need. So that's right. Yeah, that's wow. exactly right. Wow. It's and everyone's amazing. need is is individual and different. It's K R E S G E Cruise. You spell it C R E W S dot com. Nope. No. K, like 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 a K, like uh, my last name. So it's two Ks, Kresge's Crew. You know in the so music K. business we call that, you're out clevering yourself. No, I'm kidding. All right, good. All right, exactly. So, like, exactly. We're, we always come with publishing companies name. Like one of mine was Mississippi Music, and then my buddy goes, you know you just out clevered yourself. That's right, that's right. That's <laughs> okay, right. no, no. So uh, one more time. So you spell it. So I won't screw okay, it Okay, so it's, it's, it's Kresge's Crew dot com or dot org. Both of them work, and it's K-R-E-S. G E S and then K R E W. Oh, Kresge's crew. Right. Pop- I was saying, I was saying, apostrophe, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's Kresge's with an S yeah. and then crew. So it's like all of us together are helping. Well, you know, I, I, I read it different and, and yeah. uh, I actually read it because somebody wrote it wrong. So I just want you to know that. So that's why I sort that's of, okay. I was doing my research, you know, and, uh, yeah. and I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to send a letter to the writer that they didn't get it right. And I didn't get it that's right. Okay. Well, okay, yeah. so what's so, on what's on 
tap right now? What do we got going on? Uh, well, I'm off this week. I'm actually going to go spend next week with Mason. It's his birthday next week. And then we are off to uh, New York, central New York, for uh, the Dick's Sporting Goods event. They have there It's a, a long-running uh, venue there that used to play a PGA Tour event. As a matter of fact, I had one of my best finishes on the PGA Tour there. I finished tied for third there in 2002, I believe it was. And um, so I'm going back to a venue where I got a lot of good vibes. And then you know, we go out to Seattle, and then we go up to... Uh, Calgary, which is a beautiful area. The Canadian Rockies is just uh, really looking forward to that trip. You got Peter on the bag? No, Peter lives in Australia now. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. I love yeah. it. I so love it. I know he's he's loving that. He's loving life down under. Yeah, I get it. Well, you got to hug Judy for me. And, uh, Will do. And I'll come running. I know I, I know. I owe you. I screwed up something the last time. I don't know what happened, but uh, I feel now I'm feeling really bad that I didn't make your event. And I know I owe you like 50. I owe you, you've already given me 50,000 lessons. Uh, I'm, I'm behind <laughs> here. I'm behind here on the friend uh, payback. We've been with Cliff Kresge. He's my pal. Just an amazing guy. Amazing story. And uh, you've been in a Mississippi Minute. And also you've been hanging out in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful Studios. I'm Steve Azar. You guys have a good I'm Steve Azar. In a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them, where you can take your sweet time. I'm still trying to find my way With humble beginnings all the way back to 1943, Guarantee Bank has grown from offering the basic banking services and products to serving customers with a comprehensive, complete line of expertise and products only expected at much larger institutions. We are proud to be your local big-time bank. So when you're looking for a bank you can truly depend on and trust, and like me so many years ago trying to find my way around, let Guarantee Bank, with its 17 convenient locations, help you on your journey and become a wonderful addition to your family like they have mine for over 30 years. Guarantee Bank, member FDIC. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.